We're hanging out with our woman crush Wednesday. Courtney Paul is a pioneer for SA female breakdancers. Born and bred in Durban, Courtney has a long list of accolades in both the corporate and commercial world. She has opened for and shared the stage with international artists such as Lil Wayne, Pitbull, Fatman Scoop, Ray Shremerd, Banky W, Burner Boy and Omarion. She's also toured, choreographed and performed with Cuesta, Moonchild, Shoma Josie, Kulichana and many others. Courtney also runs an entertainment company that specializes in all things performance, creative direction and conceptualization. At the age of seven, she has already achieved her South African colors in gymnastics and then she went on to explore kickboxing for about four years. Now you know why she kicks ass. <laughs> but then, it was when she first joined her local fellowship church that a passion for dance took root. She started dance by mistake when she was 13. In fact, she got into dancing by performing in Bollywood dances in Durban. At 15, she auditioned for Dance With Me, a local Bollywood production with Shivani Kara as the choreographer. The young dancer at the time was still at school and would attend school during the day and rehearsals in the evening with shows on the weekend. And the rest, as they say, is Is history. history. Mm. Courtney is in the building. Are you a B-girl then? Yes. So B-boy is not I had that little confusion thing earlier. Imagine, like, if, if DJ had a, like, like a gender-specific like, term, and I'm like, like, no, chairman, but you're the female one. But it's like chairman. Yeah, no. <laughs> but lady. So we don't call you, like, a she-J. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh? no. You don't say he-J either. But he does. <laughs> That's the problem. 18 after 6. This is Java. Umama. 24 minutes after 6, our WCW is in the building. She is a break dancer, or breaker, as they're <laughs> called. Choreographer, businesswoman, Courtney Paul is in the house. Oof. <laughs> I just want to make a quick note, if you don't mind. Yes, please. I'm also a DJ, and uh, oh, yes. five years ago, you played my first radio mix. You the are right. freshman mix. You are right. You did. That was at 5FM. <laughs> yes, So how about full circle? a small world indeed Yo, and how <laughs> take take us to durban where were you born and raised yo uh red hill so just in the middle of like where the model c's are yes. and then where the struggle is so ah. just sitting on that border and i think just being colored in itself you are always on that fence that's kind of where i was born so like an alex santon <laughs> kind of thing yeah just on that line <laughs> memories yeah. memories of growing up like 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 what takes you back home well, I mean, besides the fact that I'm home every two weeks, my entire family's there. Yeah. <laughs> um, growing up was, was a little bit different in the sense that I grew up in a predominantly colored community. Sure. Um, and we didn't, or I would say for myself, I didn't really know what we could do, what we could achieve, you know, if there was more to this thing than kind of just growing up, getting the job, having the babies. A nine to five. You know, that young drug problem. Yes, I don't know. You don't yes. know these things. So um, I think it was a little different for me in a sense that my dad always made sure that I wasn't relaxing. Like I said, I was in gymnastics quite young um, and he surprised me with shoes, man. So I knew I had to do good. So it was like, if you win this comp, you're going to get shoes, you that know? That is so cool. So naturally, I think I was always really competitive um, and it just threw me into wanting more constantly. So One thing I've noticed about gymnasts and dancers is you guys have a certain posture and walk <laughs> about you. Yeah. Is it good to have a young girl start early even if just so that they have a great posture. I would think so, you know, but it, I've heard a lot of things that it actually stunts your growth. And I'm like, how much more do you want to stunt me? I am like one point. Exactly. One point. Like You're unstuntable. <laughs> you know, because I, like, I have been stunted. But, I, you know, for me, I think it's really set me up physically, you know, for everything I've wanted to do thereafter. So I think so. Good Bo- for the kids. Bollywood dancing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
Why must there always be a dance around a tree? <laughs> I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> you know, it's the craziest thing. I used to watch these movies when I was younger. And again, like, especially for a little colored kid, it's the weirdest thing. Like, my. Yeah. You know what's weird? What? When I was a kid, yeah. like, at our local theater, every Sunday they played a Bollywood movie. Yeah. But I loved movies so much. Every <laughs> Sunday, I was at the theater watching yeah. a Bollywood movie. That also, like, I was hooked every Saturday on SABC 2, they used to play. I think a three o'clock movie and yes. I would be there. I would shut the household down and everybody wanted to kill me because they hated it. Yes. They hated this. Firstly, it's in Hindi. Like yes. none of us understand, but I was just there like hooked. I couldn't understand why. Um, but also Durban options were a little bit limited. So it's like if you're trying to be on stage, yeah. hey, take any opportunity you can. So if that means I'm running around barefoot, then so be it, you know. When you were growing up, mm. who were the people doing what you are doing now? That yeah. you might have looked up to. Sure, um, that that was the really hard thing, you know. Like you would see dancers on TV, yes. yes. You would see maybe I think the fir- the the closest thing would be a female coloured, which would have been Lorsha on backstage. Mm. Um, but in terms of breakers, nobody. You know, and I always say that's why it's a little bit difficult because I'm trying to create a part that we don't necessarily locally have anybody that is really. There's no beacon. That, yes. Yeah, there's nothing. So it's like, they're like, what are you going to do next? I'm like, hey, I'm going to know tomorrow when I wake up and decide. <laughs> <laughs> you know? She's a breakdancer, choreographer, and businesswoman. Courtney Paul is on Metro. We're hanging out with breakdancer, choreographer, and businesswoman, Courtney Paul. Mm, Courtney, Yes. Right? I knew I'd fix it. <laughs> I wonder what her heart is saying. That's Shadow Am on Metro FM. It's time for a pacemaker, uh, young lady. Coming up next, we have comedy from Gina Yashere. We'll check out traffic with Rob Busy and our woman crush Wednesday this morning. She is a choreographer, a break dancer, a businesswoman, Courtney Paul. Also happens to be a DJ, mm. is in the building. We'll dissect her next. <laughs> 6.46, good morning. Our Woman Crush Wednesday is in the building. She is a break dancer, choreographer, businesswoman. Courtney Paul is in the building. Mm. Um, so let's talk about the pronunciation of your name. Because mm. people see it and they think Courtney. Yes. But it's Courtney. Yes. Take us through the nay part. <laughs> it's, it's definitely not... Uh me trying to act cool people yes. are always like oh is that your stage name i'm like no it's just my name like i don't even know it's a cool name thank you but i don't know why because it really i grew up with a lot of torture because of it and still my mother's like courtney i'm like who she's like oh ask is you you <laughs> you know <laughs> so it's been hard following a career as a dancer mm. how scary was it knowing that it's not necessarily guaranteed well i think I had been through a lot of scary things in my life growing up. So when are I we, made are the we allowed decision, to ask? Yeah, for sure. I yeah. mean, firstly, just growing up in a lot of the circumstances that I did. Um, what were those circumstances? For one, like I lost my dad at 13, um, just starting grade eight. Him yeah. and I were the closest. Like I said earlier, you know, he was really the support system. He wanted me to be different. He never asked me to conform. And I think that was a big shift for me. Uh, another big one was I got hijacked. Uh, I had nine staples in my head. I got pistol whipped to hell and back. You know, there were so many, there's so lying. many different, wow. yeah, I swear. There's so many things that have happened that I'm like, Okay, Sharp, clearly I was supposed to die this day, this day, this day, this day. So I owe it to myself to kind of go, what am I scared of now? I'm still here. Yeah, come on, you know. So I'm not saying run me over because, yes. you know, my body is also a little bit important now. But I just think there's nothing really that I'm scared of 
anymore. Please help me emphasize the importance of father-daughter relationships. Uh, I would. I don't want to just say that. I think parental relationships yes, are yes. highly important. We we underestimate the, 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 the thing support. Is a lot of the time, it's mom who runs the household. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of the time. I think mine was a little different because, like I say, so I've got two sisters. Yeah. Who ca- oh, my elder sister is the girliest girl on the planet. You know, then me as a middle child, I come rolling out and everybody's like, yeah, what happened here now? Like, why what she, are we, why, why, why is she, she bouncing cri- up and down? She's, she's walking. <laughs> 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 at birth. <laughs> you know, so I think it's also a little difficult when we don't come from a space of let girls be whoever and whatever they want to be. Yes. So it's hard for parents to kind of adapt and go, okay, Ishab, you don't want to do ballet, you want to break dance? Okay, like we're going to support you. So yes, yes. I think more than a dad, more than a mother, it's having parents that let their kids be and understand that times are changing. We have to adapt the way we parent um, and kind of the way we deal with our kids, you know? Yes. So it's important. You once had a choice to either dance for the summers mm. or, or write <laughs> accounting. Yes. What happened? I danced at the summers. What do you mean? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Never mind. I opened the summers. <laughs> So what happened to your accounting paper? Yeah, I know. It happened on its own. Hey? So, <laughs> okay, no. So I moved to Joburg when I was 21. Yes. Um, and I was like, yeah, I'm still studying. I was touring and choreographing for Toya De Lazy at the time. The entire team was here. And I mean, she was huge. Yes. So obviously coming out of Durban, I did everything there was to do. I did the casino. I did so-and-so 16th. You know, now I'm like, what's next? You do? Um, yeah. Ta- ta- Tupperware parties. Yeah. <laughs> and it's my own Tupperware. So <laughs> and I'm like, no, I just, I'm not paying myself enough. I need to leave. Yes. So I pack my little suitcase uh, and I come through. Um, no plan, no backup. Yeah. And I just do the things. And that how, time... How much was in your bank account when you left? What bank account? Okay. Is what I need to understand. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, my mother was like, cool, I'll see you in a month. I was like, oh, all right. Six years later, look at me now, mom. You see. <laughs> was it motivation or did it hurt when your mom said you'll be back in a month? I think a little bit of both. Yeah. You know, I've always found a little bit of joy in people underestimating me. Sure. I think from it's the, the get go. Yeah, I think I've always been the underdog, you know, in all sense. Um, so I've I've learned to kind of use it as power instead of letting it hold me back. So even with this breakdancing thing, you know, it was, I'd never got booked for half the jobs here because I wasn't the cute girl in the hot shorts yes. on the stage. And I'm like, no, guys, but I can do this other thing. They're like, I don't want. Yeah. Now, who wants a windmill? Yeah. So, but yeah, who wants a windmill <laughs> when she can twerk? You know, so it's just like for a long time, I it really threw me off um, until I realized, actually, maybe it's a little bit of a superpower that I need to, I need to be comfortable with yes. it so everybody else can be comfy with it. 651 Fresh Breakfast on Metro FM. We're hanging out with our WCW Dancer, choreographer, businesswoman, Courtney Paul is in the building. Hashtag, don't call her Courtney. (laughs) Even our woman crush Wednesday is on some, what the hell is this? She loves it. This is Zynga with Dala. Metro FM is where you're at. We're hanging out with our woman crush Wednesday. Break dancer, choreographer, businesswoman, Courtney Paul is in the building. I'm a good dancer, and I know that for a fact. Who told you that? May I finish my question? (laughs) (laughs) We want proof. (laughs) Bring the receipts. (laughs) How do I start getting gigs as Mm. a dancer? 
Where do I even start? Sure. I think it, it, it goes to say, like, with everything, how do you start? How do you get bookings for anything? How did you do it? Like Yo, you're, you're, I forced my way. <laughs> so your first decent gig, how yeah. did you get that? Um, the first, I would say, professional job that I got paid for mm. would have been that Bollywood show. Okay. So that one, I saw an audition in the paper um, and kind of just rocked up. But there's barely any auditions now. It's kind of who you know. Um, mm. Also, the thing is, utilize what we have. There's social media, record something. But people think because you just have an inkling of rhythm, now you must get booked. Mm. Like, they don't understand the work that goes on behind yes. the scenes. So, yes, I booked that first audition. But... I was years in training, not even realizing what I was actually training for. Yeah. Um, so I would say before you're even thinking about a gig, make sure that your skill matches up, you know, and, what and, you're expecting. And, and that's an argument I have with people all the time, mm. where people will say, uh, you know, fresh, come and dance for me. Yeah, okay. And they'll say, <laughs> this is my rate for 30 minutes. Yeah. Mm. And they'll say, but it's only 30 minutes. I'm like, no, you're paying for 20 years of work yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. You're, you're not yeah. paying for the 30 minutes. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You're paying for everything, everything that, that comes with it. Yeah. it. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the thing, especially with like entertainment as a whole. People just think it's this fun time. Yes. Speaking to my mother. You think it's a fun time, but <laughs> but it's, you know, it's years and years of work. And it's all the hours behind the scenes and, you know, when sure. people are sleeping you up working. So For, for some people, breakdancing was an 80s thing. Mm. Uh, there, there was almost a lull, although there was a scene happening. Mm. But in terms of commercially out there, mm, mm. it almost went quiet for a while. Yeah. And then there was a resurgence. Mm. What happened? I think, like all things, people grow up and have to find work. Yeah. You know? Um, but it's huge. Like, globally, it's huge. I mean, 2014, it's looking at possibly being an Olympic sport. Yes. You know? So, there's so much growth. But I would say, in South Africa, the scene is still quite small. So, we've mm. got brands that are pushing the battles and, you know, trying to get us into a space where we can compete internationally or even just work off this thing. But... How do you get dancers to be at an international level when they're not able to focus on this as much as international dancers can? In Japan, for example, government just gives money yes. to break, breakers and their studios to just dance because yes. they see how important it is for the culture. Here, let me ask government, hello, um, eh? I'm doing head spins tomorrow. Can you send me away? <laughs> <laughs> Why? e-wallet or something, guys. <laughs> you know, so here we have to balance... Uh, all the things. How have you turned breakdancing into a sustainable career? Sure. Like I say, first Because your, mom, your to... mom said I'll see you in a month. It's been six <laughs> years now. Yeah, and I'm still laughing at a foot. Uh, I think, like I say, I had to believe in it first. And then I had to understand how this thing works. So that time when I was supposed to write accounting, I've been studying business ever since. Mm. So I enjoy both aspects to this thing. And I think it's a thing of going, cool, I might be good. But who am I expecting to pay me? And if so, what do they want? How am I going to make money off this thing? Mm. So. Yes. Having to commercialize the brand has been really important and people can go, oh, you're selling out the culture. Well, that's not hip hop. Uh, starving is also not hip hop. Mm. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> 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 so for me, it's going, okay, cool. I see a, a young gap in the market and sure. that gap just happens to be exactly who I am. Yes. I'm not putting on a facade. I'm not trying to be anything or anybody else. Um, so are you making money? Yeah, I'd like to think so. <laughs> you once had an issue where a client said, I want girls in skimpy tights yes. and fishnet stockings. Mm. How did you handle that? I said, no. She was like, well, if you're not going to wait, you can go. I'm like, shut And in my mind, I was crying because I'm like, yo, I need this gig. I just moved here. Yes. But I was like, okay, at some point, you know, you're really going to have to start 
doing what you say. Sure. You know? Um, so why was it an issue for you that this client wanted girls in skimpy tights? It's just not who I am. It's not my preference, tights. you know? It's like you asked me to do a breaking solo of two minutes. That's not the styling of the dance. Then yes. I'm just a gymnast, a really risque gymnast, <laughs> you know? Or overdressed stripper. And that's not who I am. So I had to dig in and go, okay, cool, money or... Or what I believe. Or what I believe. And I packed my bags and I went home. And two hours later, they called and the stylist was willing to make me a pair of pants. And I was like, yeah, thank you very much. You will see me at that gig, you know. Um, and it's been a journey, man, because now the endorsement deals and the traveling and the gigs and the, and the, and the. So there is money to be made. I think people just don't know how to go about it. And you wonder why she's our WCW. <laughs> We're hanging out with breakdancer, choreographer, businesswoman, Courtney Paul. It's exactly 7 a.m. Any wishes to start a family? Of course. Um, but I just want to say you made mention of a competition between me and a baby just now. I was not briefed on this. Um, being smarter than... We don't wear briefs things. on this yeah, show. No, wait. I just want to say yes. nobody briefed me. I don't feel comfortable competing against a baby. <laughs> so you don't Because <laughs> that baby's going to school me and then mm -hmm. And then you go back into a little corner So family, not right now uh, <laughs> Depending on how this next competition goes <laughs> This baby will determine <laughs> Are you relationshiping? Yes Yeah. Yes. What do you look, what, what do you look for in a partner? You're somebody that can a actually just deal with me Apart, <laughs> apart from someone who can dance yeah. Uh, is that important? That, no, well... Yes. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't discriminate, but I will say it does... Help. It does help because, mm. like, I like to dance. Now, must you be looking at me while I'm having fun and you're just there. With no. your two left feet. Yeah, come on. And some hold my drink. You're bringing our average down. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Courtney. Yes. What is next for you? What else are you working on? Shoo. Where can we catch you in action? Oh, wow. Okay, well, today, uh, off to Cape Town, we've got a front-runner conference for all our Essex, like, marathon runners. Okay. Um, and then... So, are you an Essex ambassador? Yes. Ah, nice. So, yeah, yeah. Um, over the next two months, uh, I go to Kenya. I'm yeah. judging a comp there. I go to Nigeria and speaking on a panel about global dance, African dance, and the business of dance. Look at you. Um, you know, Look okay, you. I will get that jollof. Okay, then... <laughs> Then uh, we're going Jollof to Jollof is rice, guys. It's yeah, not a Nigerian so you know. guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he could be. We don't know. <laughs> Jollof Ebuka. <laughs> uh, yeah, then uh, we go into season two of Break the Beat. Uh, dance show on SABC One. I'm the head judge and co-host on that. Um... Sure, there's just so many things happening in a from a company space. We go into producing for Miss South Africa and all the kind of activations that happen around that. Yes. Some cool corporates coming up and um, yeah, just doing the things, trying to stay happy and alive. Do you know why you're so busy? Is this a trick? Who asked this question? Is it that baby again? Because... <laughs> <laughs> You're busy because you're damn good at what you do. Thank because you. your work ethic is right up there. Thank and you. And you're passionate about what you do. Mm. And you don't compromise. Yeah. That I mean, is I'd like why, to think so. I'll take that. That is why you're as busy as you are. And that's why we you. have you on the show today. I wanted mm. to celebrate you and say we see you. We appreciate mm. you. And keep dancing. Keep inspiring other kids to see that it is possible. But you have to work hard at it, though. Sure. Mm. And how, mm. guys. You know. Um, but it's worth it. I would never trade this for, for anything. Ladies and gentlemen, Courtney Paul, dancer, choreographer, breakdancer extraordinaire, is about to leave the building.
the perfect example of when your mom says, oh, you're going to Joburg, <laughs> see you in a month. You don't have to see her in a month. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you tell her, see me on TV, thank you. <laughs> yes, mother, you see me in a month on TV. <laughs> Damn it.